0: Welcome back to the Scoop Podcast. I have a very special guest here again with me today, Mr. District of Buckets. Let me, you know, allow you to introduce yourself, man. Yo, what's up? What's up?
1: Uh, District of Buckets here, just bad Wizards fan out here, just trying to talk a little bit of ball.
0: And and <laughs> after today is going to be a season of just watching this team fight tooth and nail just to be within 20 points of their <laughs> opponents on huh? uh they got crushed they today mean, man Taken over for
1: for anybody that any <laughs> player
0: playing against them. the in-season tournament just ended you know i didn't i didn't really get to catch the final game but like probably probably a quarter and a half of the game but it's over now do you have any thoughts on how it ended how do you feel do you feel like it it did what it needed to do oh yeah for sure
1: i mean if you're looking like I'm not a casual NBA fan, like I'm going to watch a random game on any night. But like there are people who don't watch games before Christmas who were watching a, a casual game against the Pacers uh, and, uh, and the Pacers on a Friday night. Yeah, that and
0: that looking back, it was really like wire to wire. All the games are very entertaining as my for myself. I'm also not very, that much of a casual NBA fan. So I'm watching games from opening night until the end of the season, I might not watch every single game, but I'm watching at least 75% of games. It was just an—I wouldn't say it was just another batch of games for me. I felt like the excitement was always there. The teams were actually feeling like they had to fight for something, even though it's like 500k, and everybody was just blowing that 500k out of portion, It would start to seem like this shit was untaxed or something like you you're gonna get this mm-hmm. 500k and that's you're getting that whole 500k untaxed you don't have to pay that along with your salary and they was just you could see the even the young players on the lakers getting hype because they didn't even do nothing they got a free 500k
1: yeah they just sat on the bench and let lebron carry in the fire oh ad in the final one i give ad his props for that yeah yeah like it's definitely like that's definitely no success and then you saw like in game there's a clip of angelo russell and uh bruce brown talking smack to each other all the time like just like sound like a playoff game like get it like, talking trash like getting heated and, stuff, just like, yeah, and it, heat.
0: it it's fu- it's funny because it's they talking trash i guess for i guess i would say americans getting used to a playoff atmosphere with the in season tournament it's like He's talking about the playoffs last year, talking about he swept them. He's not on that team anymore, but it's still like them players are going to shit talk and it still means something to them. Nobody was taking a backseat, you know, easing off the gas pedal. They were taking every game very seriously. You saw how serious they were trying to take it. Um, I just felt like the way the game was going, I would say like the, the semifinals and the final. I just felt like the refs had the whistle in their mouth a little too much. I didn't feel like they were just letting the players play as much as I would like to Mm -hmm. we're not going to talk about the refs but that's how I felt because what is it Miles Turner yeah he dominant presence in the paint but AD did dominate him not taking anything away from AD but I felt like the the way they was calling fouls in the beginning like five minutes of the game kind of like shut them off from trying to play as physical as they wanted to and I felt like it set the tone for the rest of the game for the Lakers Mm -hmm. to really just beat on them yeah I mean that's exactly what happened like you so I think you kind
1: of it kind of felt like they knew they needed to protect the players a little bit. Mm-hmm. So like they were definitely calling it like real ticky tacky and the game. So like that's kind of that's the only issue I think I had with the late part of the tournament because like the players were hyped up and ready to go, but it seemed like the refs really wanted to. I mean like rightfully so, the league did not want people to get hurt during this. Yeah, but that's what it felt like.
0: And now that you make that point about people getting hurt, that makes sense. I just felt like you know let them play a little bit. They're not gonna get too banged up. And they had something to play for just, you know, let them be as gritty and physical and rough as possible without, you know, breaking a leg or two. But I think it did do what it needed to do. Everybody was watching the game. I also felt like another thing, uh, a little gripe I had was the crowd. The Las Vegas crowd, at least for the Pacers and Bucks game, was not in it at all. Mm. I felt like I felt like it was empty. And yeah, it's an important game. Yeah, you could say that. It's the two teams. One of the teams, definitely a playoff team. Pacers also can be a playoff team if they continue their same pace throughout the season. But I felt like the fan engagement wasn't really there. And I felt like if they just didn't do a neutral site, if they did this, the home away stuff like they do in the playoffs, I feel like that would have worked just as well. I guess they just wanted to promote Vegas, you know, give Vegas a little bit of the share of income they were going to get. Yeah, but I feel like the, feel the like fans like, weren't engaged.
1: Like a big market is cool. Like don't really care too much, but the small market, like your fans aren't even going to be. You know, like you just—it's not the same feel. Like you saw that Pacers game they did the clinch when they were at home.
0: Yeah,
1: You looked like it was March Madness. <laughs> like that's why I don't get it. You want to try to promote it, but it, eventually it just mm-hmm. turns into—I mean, what the league wants, like kind of a Lakers show. Also, I want to know what do you think about. Uh, them uh, hanging a banner for the in season tournament in, uh, in Stapleson. They're
0: hanging a banner?
1: Yes. Uh, Sham tweeted today that they're going to hang a banner for the in oh. season tournament. They're going to make it so that a separate type of banner and they can add like multiple in season tournaments in
0: there. Okay. See, I did not even peep that. All right. See, at first I was going to make a joke about it, <laughs> but I feel like the only reason why I'm about to make a joke about it. Because it's the Lakers. Yeah, anything LeBron related in this, it's like, damn, why is he going so hard at tournaments? It's just 500K. It's not. It doesn't mean anything. It's not the real playoffs. Or you got the LeBron fans trolling people talking about, yeah, 17. LeBron got four and a half, got five, one more to catch Mike. And then somebody <laughs> was like, the Lakers got 17 and a half championships. Uh, Celtics catch up. Like It's all, it's all fun and games. I was going to make a joke about it, but I think it's I think it's cool that they're taking that first step to put the banner in to show that it is serious. It's something you want to have. It's more silverware for the the franchise. Like it shows that your team, they can win the playoffs. They can win the in-season tournament. It's it's both competitions you want to win. So setting up that banner up is is cool. And then even the the MVP award is just another thing to add to his accolades. You know, people are not going to add it. So much praise for it, but it's it's still something. It's still on his resume because even the other day I was thinking of like the Bubble Awards. I'd even realize that Dame had the Bubble MVP. I didn't realize like thinking about it because I don't think of it as accolade because you know they have that rookie Dame where he won Rookie of the Year, his beard isn't grown mm-hmm. out, and then his beard's grown out. He has all these things, but it's like oh no, playoff success. But somebody actually added like everything. You know his All Star appearances. You know playoff wins and then mm-hmm. Bubble MVP. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to start saying Bubble MVP does have an MVP (laughs) award. You know, it might not mean shit to somebody, but it means something to me. And it's something that I'm going to use in all the arguments I have on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I, I do. I am happy that they are at least taking that step to be serious about the awards that they hand out. And hanging up that banner in the stadium, I think that's a very great first step into realizing this is a serious tournament and just adding upon you know the things that the teams and coaches didn't like about the tournament and just keeping what they did like moving forward mm-hmm.
1: it's kind of just also the same thing where they just have to be game just like every single game like not necessarily it has to be like the most serious thing but like you know we got into a real period of point where like teams were just sleeping through the regular season That's so like mm-hmm. they've they've done they've got that goal with this where They've stopped it a little bit. Like they still need, I think, a little bit more out of the end season tournament.
0: Yeah, honestly, seeing how they could tie,
1: they could tie it somehow into Christmas games in the future. That'd be cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Instead of having
1: it in like right before, but I get what they're trying to do. Overall, like big success in the end season tournament. I'd like to see, honestly, if there's a way that they could try to, like you said, like the home and away, like maybe give someone that. That would be cool because like as much as like I know they want to promote Vegas, it's just it just didn't
0: have like the like it didn't have, have, have that effect
1: in the Vegas. I mean, awesome.
0: When it really mattered, it was just like everything was just sucked out almost. And it was like, dang, I'm watching this game. I want to be involved. But it, the the crowd wasn't there but at least the players still play well because if it was like a super defensive game I feel like people would have been like ah this is kind of boring it was it was still a competitive game but it was like if it was you know one of them eighty nine to like ninety five type games you're like ah this this is boring and the crowd is not making it any better because you're gonna hype in your house and then you're louder than the crowd that's actually in the stadium mm-hmm. if they do change that i think that will be be best but i know they're gonna probably keep it in vegas or they might go to another city i think that if they're gonna do that they probably should change cities too and just like mm-hmm. go to an, an, another city and see how their fans are i guess just keep it fresh just keep that. going to a new city it's either that or keep the home away stuff and just keep it how it is mm-hmm. so dang I mean, at least at least we got some a little bit of excited, excitement in the middle of the season. So I'm happy that, like, ended off on a high note. I thought Halley was going to get his little shine and get the, the championship. But, you know, who can get past the king? The goat. He had his little, you know, let's say I run. I just didn't like what yeah. he did to Dame. I didn't, I didn't like that. And it didn't rub me the right way. I want to know what you <laughs> thought about Dame for him Because some people I, will really, really love that or they really hate it. I, I look – I'm like – Halley's an interesting player because he's the ideal point guard in today's game like he had he takes great care of the ball he's always finding his teammates he's creating opportunities for his teammates he makes them open and in ways that you would even think they're open he makes the first second third read before you even think about the first read and so I was enjoying like his play up until then and like I still enjoyed that game because cooked them um so like he had his time to shine. He was he was getting a little a little strapped in the beginning, but you know when he starts heating up with them, them ugly ass jumpers, like you don't ever think it's going full. It's just like, all right now now shit is how are you gonna stop him? There's there's only one way to stop him. You can't even take away his teammates because if you give him the one on one, he can still cookie. So then winding down to it and then him doing a little like dame time celebration, talking about some my time. I was like, you know what? I can accept it. Like you're you did what you needed to do to win. So you. know. Have your moment. Be cocky. There's, there's nothing wrong with it. But I was like, if the coach of the Bucks knew how to utilize his players and get your new coach, you know, cool. But you've been in the NBA. And, you know, if I'm in the NBA, I might not be the best coach, but I know who the best players on my team are. I'm using both of them. I'm overusing both of them. They playing 40 minutes a game with going all the way to the chip. You know, obviously manage your team. But how was Dame not touching the ball the last five minutes of the game? Why, why is it Giannis playing football out there? Like, you know, I, I love Giannis. You know, we Nigerian brothers in arms. You know, he may not know me, but well, he'll, he'll know me soon. But why are you letting him just play football out here? You know, run the pick a roll. There's a reason why y'all got him. Offensive explosion. You have number zero at your point guard who can give you 40 a night if he wanted to. And y'all don't give him the ball. That's why y'all lost. Now, he him saying it's his time, all right, it's your time. It's, it was your time to shine, y'all one. Then I was like, all right, if that he was going to do that, go all the way. You know, he didn't go all the way, which is not his fault. It's not his fault. And it, it didn't rub me the right way. But it's okay because they play each other again on Wednesday, and Dame got something for his ass. I'm calling it now. Dame is dropping mm-hmm. 40 on his head. Dropping 40 on his head. I mean, he's mad. So, yeah, there's this. Like, he got disrespected. Like, Dame's going to fall out. And it's cool because it's like tournament vibes, like you know the energy is high, like you you on top of the world. Even though in the in the, you know a smaller space where you got playoff energy, you on top of the world. So I like how hype he got. It's just that you know, calm down a little bit. Come up with your own celebration. You don't got to take other people's. Cause you saw what what happened when Pat Bev did the same shit the other time. Dame went and cooked his ass the next game. You know, you're not washing out for one player, but you know, you know, make your own make your own celebrations. You know, got to be original, or take somebody's celebration that that not in the league no more. Because Dame is an old timer, can't be doing that. Can't go Dame, Because yeah. you know they gonna mess around and meet each other in the first round of the playoffs, and Dame gonna get some for their ass, gonna sweep their ass. It's just interesting seeing
1: how how that team hasn't been able to really figure it out. They have so much talent. I mean, also I, I think it's got to be a little bit of growing pain still, because I don't think Yant Giannis hasn't really had someone like Dame in the pick and roll. Like he hasn't really run that. Like also they did all the stuff where they tried to give him the ball a lot as like a primary ball handler or secondary ball handler. He wasn't really running too much of that crazy for having that guy who should just be like a rim. Like he sh- he doesn't really have like the rim running. Like he has like he has the game and the ability mm-hmm. for it, but he just doesn't mentally put it together. Yeah.
0: And this and it's like this. But there's no reason why they shouldn't be able
1: to run a pick and every every possession. Yeah, and it's it's like
0: and it's 22 games. We're almost like a third. Yeah, we're about a third into the season. Come on, we can't. There's a reason why you brought that dude to the team. Like, it's it. it there shouldn't be any more excuses anymore of to why shit is not clicking at all. And it, yeah. and yeah. Well, something I'm not going to go and say high stakes, but as something as competitive as that, just to like get your guys in the mode and feeling of, all right, this is what we're gonna do come playoff time. However you look at it, it's like this is what's gonna. It's kind of a preview of what's gonna come playoff time. Even though it's ver- it's still early in the season, it's kind of like, oh, okay, this is how we're gonna use Dame. We're just gonna to go to Yanis every single time, and then like look off Dame. Right, that's not that's not how it works like if we get Giannis is, Giannis is a great player he's done lots of things in the playoffs but so is Dame and he has done his, his fair share and if you put them together there's so much that that duo can do and they still have the supporting cast that they have around them there's so much that can be done with that team
1: No move at all that I even think you can move. Like like they just need to figure out how to make those two work together.
0: Because they don't really the only thing you would say is like, I guess maybe beef up the bench, but what are you gonna give up to beef up the bench? You're not giving up anybody for real that's gonna get you like a better bench. They their bench is pretty decent. They just gotta figure stuff out with that that squad right now. I know defensively is where they're having a lot of issues too right now. Yeah, that's true. I guess and it even showed in that Pacers game too. That's what comes with Getting rid of Drew He's Holiday and getting them, you kind of, you just wanted to bolster the offense so much. At least if you score more points than the other team, that's what matters. But if you can't guard the other team and you can't get your shots to fall, okay. then that's when you get bit in the butt.
1: Offensively, it's
0: tough because I think we're
1: seeing a lot of the issues with the interior defense that was usually the opposite where the, like interior defense hides mm-hmm. the guards. Where like when you have Drew Holiday, yeah kind of hit a lot of negative things like the interior people like the mistakes they make and they're, I was like they
0: just seem like not used to having anyone below that level yeah that does seem like the case honestly because he would always guard no matter what happened he would like, always that's guard really first, first option guard or i guess guard a big wise because they got him rotating on everybody in boston but they're just such a switchable team so it's a little bit of a different situation but dame you have to put dame in a corner
1: can't have him out there else they're gonna try to light him up yeah
0: it's it's kind of interesting seeing it in real time now because yeah i was like dame is not the best defender but i haven't really seen it for real where he's just being hidden as much as he is, because, damn, freaking Malik Beasley's guarding the number one option. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, Malik Beasley's your go-to defender? Come on, now. You're not bad, but. Yeah, you're not going to have a good time. You know Drew Holiday. Oh, Jaw, I saw that. Jaw. I thought Jaw was coming back in two games, but uh, it's apparently four, I think. Well, three now, because I guess the game yeah, today. four games, eight Yes. How do you think he going to shake up the. So eight days. Yeah. Now? Oh, yeah, eight days from now. How you think he's gonna shake up the the Grizzlies? You think they got a chance to? I think they I
1: think they get to play
0: in. You think that you actually think they get to play in?
1: I think play in, yeah. Like last seed of the play in, but they have got some they got some ground to cover. It's like what, like six,
0: seven games they have to cover up. Yeah, cause they are. Pretty, oh yeah, they lost today. It's, it's. Yeah, they got a lot of ground to cover. They,
1: we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out
0: just how good he is right now. Yeah, I'm wondering.
1: Like he's gonna, he's gonna step in. He's gonna step in. He's gonna, like, he's gonna go crazy. Like, he he needs
0: to get his mind off of everything that's been happening. He's just gonna come in. He's gonna be hooping. Yeah, that that is going to be interesting. Oh, because they're in 13th place. They won six games. Dang, the Blazers are second to last. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see how the Grizzlies do with him back. Because you know, I do kind of miss. I miss when players that miss out for stupidity. Don't you know, come back and ball and show that oh, yeah. you know they were in the league for a reason, Jaw included. He just need to get his mind off the stupid stuff and just ball out. Get off of social media. He's been also he he's been allowed to retire time without playing basketball. You know practicing on his game and being with the team and whatnot. But now once he once he step foot on the court and play his first game, all his social media apps got to be deleted. Just focus on basketball, man. Just be with your friends and your family. And your teammates. It's like, uh, 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 av- everybody, con- all their phones confiscated. If you're not talking about basketball, you better be on the game playing some, playing 2K. Practicing your plays. Because we want to see you hoop and succeed. Because I'm not going to call I him a thug. Not be on Instagram. Like uh, these other people be calling, they call him a yeah. thug. Yeah, I mean, and they call Zion a fat. That's all they're doing.
1: Hey, you know what would be actually kind of cool? Somehow him and Zion end up together. Do you
0: think that would be possible? I mean, I think it.
1: I think it could be like it's just trying to figure out which. I think it would have to be they either meet in Memphis or it'd be another team.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't. they
1: wouldn't. Pelicans. The there's, there's no way. There's no way it happened in the Pelicans, and like you know, it's an outside type of thing to happen. I just think I think it could actually happen. Look at the, like the timeline of the Grizzlies, like they. Like, they're gonna have to shake some things up coming up with that roster. If it, I just want to see, it's all gonna depend on how like what Jock can do because gives him enough hope, to keep some people together and try to see what's there. But if you like, like I, I don't think people will value Zion as much as he could. You get him with someone that he knows and played in. way you might be able to get him, you know, you got basically everything to gain, not much to lose. Like I, if you can get him together. Like I would
0: definitely try. Yeah, that is true. I forgot that they don't. need some shooters around yeah, that's them. Ooh, that's... Dang. That, that sounds like a a solid duo, too. That, that rim going to be obliterated. Obliterated. Yeah. Because I know that even last... I think it was last offseason. I don't know if it was before we got... Nah. Was it last season? Or two seasons ago? I don't know. I feel like before we got Jeremy Grant or when we had Jeremy Grant, I know that I don't trust all these rumors, you know, 100%. Well, they were talking about oh, the Blazers could have made a move for Zion, but then like to pair him up with Dame. And I'm like, I don't even know how they're going to do that without giving up somebody that matters. Because what the Blazers don't get right sometimes is our bench. Like our bench is a little bit solid now, but that's because like we've had some of the players for a couple of years just riding the bench. So, you know, they know they're their role right now. I was like thinking, I don't know how that was going to work. Yeah, I would have loved Zion in Portland, but would Zion love to be in Portland? I don't know. Because not to say he'd be eating too much, but I wouldn't want to leave like Louisiana and their good food. I don't know. I mean, I guess their better environment. he's going to have to get him, like, he's going to
1: have to realize, like, what he can do if he gets his, like, health and fitness all the
0: time. Yeah. It's surprising he's still doing, like, the stuff he's doing now like what he's quote-unquote overweight or quote-unquote big because people forget that this man is doing all this at 6'6". Six, six. His knees are going to be toast by the time he's done though. <laughs> you think so? I feel like I feel like now his knees would have been toast.
1: Like, play like I mean I'm saying like he's got I mean it's gonna take some time Like he's built different but like that man at 280 jumping like that.
0: Yeah, that man got vibranium knees. Yeah. I don't. I, I. just. I never understood because I thought he was like six eight. I was like, oh yeah, he's six eight. Still six eight. Jumping that high. I'm like, alright, it's cool. Like you still got balance. But nah, this man six six jumping that high and then still having a high field goal percentage. He makes a lot of his shots and people are still like slandering him, because uh, of his potential. Now, we know where his potential is at. But he's still like he's still cooking. He's still bringing a lot to his team. Yeah, he can get exposed here and there because. A man doesn't really shoot jumpers like that. He just goes straight to the paint. Is he gonna, he gonna run through you and lay that bitch up? I guess if he if he at least develops his mid range game a little bit more, I think that will open up some more opportunities for him not to get like ignored in a corner, like LeBron ignored him. But mm-hmm. that's just how we would have to look at it moving towards the playoffs. Cause like regular season, not that people ignore you, but it's like all right, we, we can let Zion get like 15. They're not gonna let him go off like that, depending on like the game plans. But I know playoff time, they're not gonna roll with that man. Just going, just paint hunting, paint mashing. They're not gonna rock with that. So he has to at least develop something. Cause I'm not even gonna say have a three. You don't have to have a three. You can be very efficient without shooting a the three. Obviously, everybody shoots the three now, so you wanna, wanna have that in your back pocket. But you don't really, you don't really need it if you're mm-hmm. so efficient inside, cause it. Yeah, I don't- yeah, not at all. It's almost like Shaq-level efficiency. Yeah, Shaq-level efficiency at when you're six inches shorter than Shaq was, which is crazy. Oh, yeah, Anthony is back. Oh, my goodness, Anthony. Oh, my gosh, you don't understand. You do not understand how happy I was to see he was playing, and he wasn't on a minutes restriction. He didn't shoot the, mm. the most efficient. But he, he still had, well, he had 27? Yeah, he had 27 in his first game, and then the second game, he had 30. That's just, that's all I have mm-hmm. to say. That man's back. I don't know where the Blazers are going. I don't see where the Blazers are shaping up, because I'm not going to say, like, play in, because I'm not entirely sure yet. You know, there's a, there's a lot of teams in the West that are actually very good, uh, way better this year. And for the Blazers mm-hmm. to get into that, pile and come out on top, I don't see it happening. I see us barely missing it, even though we're uh, we're 14th. Yeah, I see us barely missing it, even if we catch up to the amount of games we're behind. But I'm happy he's back because they don't realize that our offense bolstered a whole bunch. And when Aiden comes back, because whatever, I don't know what happened to Aiden. and Jeremy Grant got a concussion. So, you know, when our players are healthy... I hope we don't leave them out too far because you know people like to sit out so we can get a higher draft pick we don't need any more top five draft picks we got who we wanted i don't know who's even next up because i know you i know you pay attention to the the people that are in college right now i don't so i don't even know who's the guy you want to grab i don't really i don't
1: really love this draft class like or, or like i think that you can get a because like, you'll get a guy get a role player in there, but I don't, like, think you really have too many next-level superstars
0: in there. Yeah, that's what I thought, because I seen, I seen, like, one video of somebody breaking down, they did a mock draft a month ago of who people would select in uh, the next year's draft, and it was, like, saying pretty much the same thing, that there isn't that much in there that was, like, you know, eye-opening. I just want to see if I can find that gem, because, then you know, I want to be the one that call the Blazers pick even though it's like one in a million chance I would do that. I still want to.
1: Yeah, I just don't think that they're going to give a lot of credit to the guys in this class. Like, I think it's one of the ones that has a chance chance to be a solid class of players. I just don't – no one pops out now, which isn't always a bad thing. You see, like, there's some classes where – um, what class were we talking about. Like, There's, like, there's some classes, like, you'll look back and you'll see, like, most of the like, players in the NBA right now, they'll have, like – like this one class has like 10 to 12 guys that are solidly in a rotation, which can be like a pretty solid class if you, you know, could hit on a guy in that yeah. Like Yeah. Like this one up here, like I feel is like.
0: Well, if that's the okay, case, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, I'm going to still keep my eyes open for anybody that, well, I guess right now, like we might be like a top 10 pick that if the season were to end today. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled because there's one glaring spot. Backup center is what I want us to to secure a good backup center because Brief, I have no problem with him. It's just that I feel like we don't have like a, a real super-duper dominant guy off the bench that's going to look at that basketball, hit the rim, and grab it and keep it and not let anybody touch it. Or like push somebody out the way, elbow somebody in their chest. To get the ball, like, real gritty, just all about cleaning the glass and doing all the, the stuff you don't see in the stat sheet. Somebody like that at Big Man. That's that's what I've been wanting for years. For years. We know how to draft a guard. We know to draft the hell out of a guard. But to draft anybody past the two, it's like them them scouts be in the office scratching their head because they don't know who to pick. You know, right now, I don't see any. Like, you know, moving forward. Cause everybody's young, so you know we, we we're we're solid mm-hmm. right now. But you know that, that that a good old big man that's gonna set some hard screens, put somebody on the floor like a Stephen Adams. Oh, perfect. Put it put they their and they you know saying they shoulder in they chests. I need something like that. And then then they good. <laughs> I guess another team that would need a big man is probably well another big man is the Wizards. Cause
1: yeah, I mean Gafford is a bench guy. <laughs> He should not be starting. Like I, I like he he's good. Like great, but if he's giving you starting minutes, but also because the other other player that we we go at center sometimes
0: is Gallardo, which he should not be playing that p- damn position.
1: At never.
0: I, I don't. I like because even today y'all started Mike. Yeah, mascala I, I, And it's like I know the Wizards may not thinking about winning now because you know they kind of bottom of the the list where it comes to. Skill, but damn, is there not a big man that y'all have that is at least remotely decent to give a a, a little bit of a chance?
1: There, there's got to be someone in street. there be someone in street clothes.
0: You yeah, that's what I'm saying. There has to be at least somebody, one person that's like six, eleven, seven foot, seven one that is out there that y'all can get. But they're like, nah, let's rock out with the the six eight guy. Hey, What's real Mcgee doing? I don't know he.
1: I don't care. I don't
0: care. Oh yeah, okay. bring back. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no bullshit. That would uh, anybody at that point. Anybody would work just to have on that squad. Warm, a body. warm body. So do you, do you, do you still trust your your? You know, turn it around, or you just?
1: I mean, I trust the. I trust. The I mean, they they have a good track record in the past. Some other teams like getting them together. It's just it's really ugly right now. The Wizards needed to do this years ago. Like step one is like clear the book. There's really not really a bunch of a direction right now. It's like get the team to cost as low as possible. Then you're gonna kind of see a direction I think in the next couple of years. But like it's a true build. The thing that sucks though is that it's the NBA. So like if you don't find a guy in the next couple of years, like to really build around, like you just be mid again. Yeah, yeah, and then
0: it, and then it becomes a vicious cycle of you trying to find that guy. Yes, like I have not
1: I have enough faith in that. To find somebody that can definitely help the team out and get here, but
0: uh, it's, it's they Playing no defense, right now. Yeah, they're just playing fast-ass basketball and not guarding the other person. Who's I'm, I'm like, who's even the designated defender in y'all? St- oh, I guess Danny Avia. It's gonna, it's gonna be uh, the rookie. Below. Yeah, no, he. I I've seen him. Okay. I, I seen some some flashes of him. He's he's been doing his thing. You've been doing this thing. Yeah, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be in. The- yeah,
1: I like to, yeah, I like ceiling, seeing I his ceiling. I don't know, but he's at least he's gonna be in the league.
0: All right, I know that it, Denny Denny Avia took a little bit of a, I guess, a tinier leap, scoring wise. I guess a little bit more yeah. reliable to give you like more than ten points a game. It's just that that offense needs some tinkering? I don't know where the tinkering needs to start. Yeah, honestly, I think what is it? There's um, there's
1: a guy uh, in the next class. Uh, it's another, it's another French French guy. Oh, okay. Alex Sar, Alex Sar, like seven, like raw
0: ability, like freak athlete.
1: I think the both the Wizards and the Blazers are probably in play for him next
0: year. It's funny that you said that because I feel like that's the only person I've seen. Like, that's a name I actually kind of remember seeing, surprisingly. He'll probably he'll probably
1: go three to five, and I think it's like the Withers need him. Like, like anyone needs size, like, he, it's, it's weird because now with all these guys kind of coming in, like, you're going to start seeing, I think, like, we're going to need to, like, the defenders need to get here to keep up. So I think he's a guy that can go higher than people might think. But I think, like, three to five range is probably where he's going to be.
0: Oh, and his brother is in the Dude. Oh yeah, cause I yeah I was like that. The last name seemed familiar. Okay, yeah.
1: Cause I was the even. There's him. There's the. Uh,
0: there's, there's who?
1: There's a center for UConn. That's pretty good. I don't really think there's not really too many guys I like at the center position in this one. Like, there's like a few kind of like sprinkled around, but I think like those are those are my top two. There's a uh, another Duke center, but. I really think like I just like I look at like, how it's like keep up with uh like getting thrown and picking rolls all day. Like, I, I do think SAR is probably like he's the guy if you want to set up this class.
0: Cool, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep him in my notes. I'm gonna keep him. We need somebody that will bang down big with all the rest of them people in the paint. Do you um, yeah, yeah. do you think that defense will? Do you think we're just going to trend up in, like, so much more offense and offense and offense and offense? And, like, I guess until it, like, caps off? Or do you think, like, the rise of defense will be there again? Because I I, I like how, like, you know, the old heads talking about, oh, yeah, back in the day where you had five people in the paint, you couldn't just go to the paint because some people couldn't shoot and, you know, people played real defense. You would get strapped and, oh, it's physical and this, that, and the other and everybody's so skilled right now. Do you think like that skill would also raise with the defense, and those just be, I guess, that type of era again where the scoring goes down? Like you won't see as many 125 to 122 games, and people just like a way more physical and just like won't let you score on them. Do you think that will will trend to that in the future, or you think it's just gonna keep being offense?
1: Uh, so I, th- I think we're eventually going to get a point where, like, defense comes back. But, like, one thing people forget about, like, old heads and stuff, like, the pace of play in today's game, actually, like, the highest, like, pace of play before that was, like, around the time when, like, Oscar Robinson was playing basketball. Like, he kind of, like, went down a lot, and, like, he get into the 90s, where everyone acts like they're tough. So, like, I think that that type of basketball, like, not specifically that type of basketball, but, like, different of basketball, like, we'll make a return. First, let's just look different. Like, people said, you know, like, is the center going to be gone? The center came back, and the center was, you know, like, we ended up getting, like, the Jokic and Embiid center, and now all of a sudden you need a big man to compete in the NBA again. So I do think it kind of just goes in cycles. We just kind of got hit with a point where, I mean, I could do a, a whole other thing on that where it's, like, I just think the way talent went in the league, you had that period of time where we were getting, I don't know, like, Anthony Bennett's going in the yeah. top of the draft. Like, there's a real weak league, and now we're finally.
0: Over. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking like the previous draft classes. Yeah, I think I'm, I feel like I'm blanking on last years, but I know a couple of them still like shown flashes of some greatness. Because I don't, I don't know if there's any rookie. Oh, I'm tweaking. <laughs> I, uh, there's just there's just so much talent in like more recent years. I keep forgetting what years people were drafted because some people were drafted last year that are like 22, 23, and there were some people drafted two years ago that were like twenty four, and some people are like twenty two now that were drafted like three years ago. So I feel like the ages were all over the place. I guess in terms of defense. You can see like uh, Asar Thompson, uh, Wemby, even Chet, even though he wasn't drafted last year, Sasser, even Amen, whenever he gets playing time too, Bilal, as well. I don't know if I'm missing anybody. Don't pay attention to the college dudes, but those are great examples of defense is still alive. You know, let them people play, be physical. Uh, It's still there. I just would say, at least in Marcus Sasser's case. Get him on the court because I don't know. I feel like even though I'm not a Pistons fan at all, I want great success for that team because I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't think Monty knows how to make a rotation anymore. I, I have such praise for him, but it's I guess it's, it's different when you coach like better players in a better I guess environment and better staff front office because I don't know what he's doing right now.
1: I'm gonna give the front office. I gotta give James Jones credit what he did in uh, in Phoenix because Monty was basically with a bunch of young, like unproven type of guy. Like like those Suns. Like before, there's the Suns before the bubble and the Suns after the bubble. The the Suns pre bubble were just like you know, obviously kind of similar, except you know, except you had your Devin Booker. And then they made a most move. James Jones is GM. Like they said, it's time to compete after they, like they surprised people in the bubble. Like, so I think he can still coach him. It's just, I, he's not getting any help right now from. From the GMs, and I don't know what they're doing with some of like I don't know, like for example, with Wiseman and all that. Like I don't know what they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, and yeah, that's I was wondering that too because they already said that those two Wiseman and Bagley gonna have to fight for the backup spot, and then that whoever loses is just gonna, I guess, get DMPs. But it's like, all right, y'all have them fight y'all. Well, it's not him that traded for James Wiseman, but you get James Wiseman, and then you don't play him. What? Why do you get him for? I guess creates competition yeah. maybe, but what do you get him for if he's not going to be a big piece for real? And then Boyan, his trade value kind of diminished because he got hurt and they didn't trade him where his trade value was really high and people really wanted him. Because right now people are like, eh, "We can be, we're good without him. We don't really need him right now. And they kind of missed their, mm-hmm. their chance to capitalize on moving them and then, I guess, getting more help or just young talent to the team. Because he's, he's there now to have – he provides the spacing that Cade needs because without him, the spacing wasn't really there because the three-point wasn't falling. They just could all collapse on him. That's why he was turning over the ball so much. And then Monty's in love with Killian Hayes, giving him minutes. Even though he's – a Killing Hayes, no matter how butt he is, still – Great playmaker, decent defender. How the game was going, how the games were going last year with Jada Ivey, why would you change his role to the bench so abruptly? Like it wasn't Killing Hayes' position to just ride the bench, you know, be that uh, off the bench playmaker that they they wanted.
1: Isn't, like it's tough for like to try to figure out like one what their timeline is what are they looking for like, to like show some improvement and then what is the identity of their team like who are they trying to be like when all you know like i just i just do not know what they're doing
0: yeah it is and it, obviously you're going to keep experimenting with the lineups because they're gonna to have to do that now they, they they're in no rush to be in a win now mode they want to get used to winning obviously but they're no in no rush to be in a win now mode so they're gonna to have to figure out that that lineup And for me, I don't know what that looks like, honestly, because they have they have so many people that you want to be on the court. But it's like you can't give every money minutes. Somebody has to go. Somebody has to like move over for for this dude to, to get playing time. And it's just like that. That's on. That's on Monty to figure out, and I guess the front office to make the moves to put the team in the best position they can. And I cannot speak for that front office because I don't pay attention to the Pistons' uh, organization like that. But I hope they figure it out because I like their squad. And you should. Yeah, I shouldn't. I don't want to because I feel like, oh damn, two and twenty-one. It's that sucks, man. I that's that sucks. That sucks. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't want to be that team. But when the Pistons, when they get to uh, gets to a point where, you know, they're like the, the team in the early 2000s, they're going to be happy that they stuck true to their team for so long through all the hard times and through all the, the lows, a whole lot of lows. Because their time is coming mm. soon. It might just might not be this year like I thought. I really thought it was going to be this year. But boy, was I wrong. They
1: look like they were on a trajectory to be solid. And they won that first game
0: early. We thought they were gonna be. Yeah, I. Pff, they fooled me. They sure. They sure got me. Yeah, but I'll figure it out, and I'll just focus on what the Blazers got to do because I wanna. I wanna ring in my lifetime. I'm still young, so it's it's still it's still bound to happen, but I want it to happen a little bit sooner. Is there anything you're looking forward to by the end of the season with the league? Oh yeah, for sure. So um, one thing I was talking about
1: is uh, now we can kind of see, like we probably have a solid idea of who should make playoffs at this point, and when this that all becomes about how the seeds work. So what I was talking about was looking at like standings right now, like matchups and teams that like I think would be pretty solid going into the playoffs. One is seeing the Miami Heat at the nine seed. If they sneak into an eight seed, and the Celtics get the one, watch out again. So, just because I don't know what it is about Miami that gets the Celtics problems, they just always do. And so it'd be another one to watch them as an eight seed, just to like, like that'd be a fun series to watch. see what's going to happen with like if the Pacer like if the Pacers right now is four four five and sixers Pacers like take the Sixers like I wouldn't put it past them to win that as an underdog. Yeah, there's some matchups pretty good if you get like the Knicks in them like the like that's just that's just the East there and on the West like. On the West, if you get, right now We're looking at Nuggets 4, Lakers 5 So if you have a, like, that would be a good Series to get out the way, like, early in the first Like, the first round, to I think the Mavericks are frauds.
0: Yes, thank you get Thank you, time. thank you Thank you, thank you. I've been, I was saying I was saying they are not Moving me, and it's, yes, they got pieces that Came to, you know Bolster their defense But they don't move me at all. They still don't move me. I don't care what place they are in the West. What are, they, what, are you, what are they are? Oh, they're third. Does not does not phase me at all. Yeah. does not phase me at all. When that playoff time come around and they get they get one or two players that they have to face with superstar power, they can't handle them. They've been rolling through these teams that suck, and and yeah. they, they can't rack up them wins. It's cool because it, it makes the record look cool. It makes Jason K look like a better coach because. To me, he and I went in shit on that team. But once they come across them them superstars.
1: It to be a real special player to be able to not be the greatest defender and help your team win a playoff game. Like the playoff series and stuff like that. Or like even like like deep playoff series. I know Luka's done it in the past. We look at like Jokic, where that team's built around his weaknesses and he's just that unstoppable that like it's really not much to do with him. But like you look at teams that I like teams that I like this year or want sneakily Lakers because if LeBron ever wants to lock up somebody, he can do it still. The, the Timberwolves. Like I look at this, like who like is there like the best player on that offense? And what like what are they gonna do on defense? Like a lot of these guys, like. Timberwolves like AE like I think he locked up like I like that and so like the Mavs like aren't good enough offensively to not be able to yeah do
0: that. and they got matchups that you can exploit they have <laughs> I I'd say I'd say quite yeah, easily they're, they're three kind of three certain matchups you can exploit and that's a lot for a starting lineup come playoff time yeah because Luka going yeah Luka going Thing
1: in the playoffs
0: like he like he usually does, but there's only so much you can do when you have the ball in your hand the entire time and you're the only one scoring. Cool, you can score. Let's see what the rest of your team does on both ends, both ends of the floor. And they're going to hunt him on defense too. They can hide him, but they'll just go to the next person and then go to, they go to Kyrie. And then they'll go to Derek Lively or they go to Grant Williams. But I will say he's made... Uh, Luca has made Derrick Jones Jr. look like the best role player in the whole wide world. Next to him, I feel like that man has he's, hit another gear this year. Didn't even think he had. It. I thought he was done. Yeah, I thought it was done too. Until I seen he had like I'm pretty sure. I guess everybody's having these games nowadays, but I'm pretty sure he's had at least four or five twenty point games where he's hit at least three threes this this season. When they just leave him in the corner, he's just been pulling it. Or they that that I guess even when they closing out, he's still going to pull it. He's just had no hesitation with that corner three or just shooting any type of jumper. That man's been pulling it down for him. But yeah, that that team does not move me in the playoffs. You are right. Them superstar players got to have some type of defense. That's really all I'm looking forward to. Like I think we got some some pretty good things going on. Ah, uh, cannot wait. Oh yeah. Thanks for joining up. You know, talking more bull, giving your insight on that uh, NCAA tournament because you know we need some improvements moving on to next year on everything that was successful, you know, and then those things that weren't as successful we can improve on. But it was it was still good to see and experience all those players participating in that type of tournament. Hopefully, we'll see that banner up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I want to see what it looks like though. If it looks mm-hmm. if it looks cool. I'm gonna be on board, but if it's a little goofy, we might have to. I might have some words for the the Lakers and that and that nonsense. It was great having you today. We will be back soon. Talk more ball. Always a pleasure. Always. A pleasure. You know, go Wizards. Go Blazers. Even though Blazers are better than the Wizards at the moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's tough out here.